Hi everybody and welcome to the Cultivated Retreat podcast with me, your host Rob Lambert. So I was lucky enough to go away on a retreat, a weekend away in a very, very small Airbnb to record these podcasts. So what you're about to hear is one of those episodes of around about 20 podcasts that I managed to get recorded in a weekend. This season, the first season, is all about how to be effective and productive at work. I'm very much looking forward to bringing you season two, which is about creativity. Now, I will say this tiny Airbnb was right next to a main road with some very loud motorbikes, so occasionally you may hear their exhausts. I do hope you enjoy this. Feel free to check out the website at cultivatedmanagement.com. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about communication skills, why they're important, and a little bit of the basic science behind it. But let's start with why communication skills are important. So I often get asked this, you know, how do you get ahead in business or become more confident or handle conflict better or become more employable, which is really the essence of this podcast? And the simple answer is by learning to communicate better. It genuinely really is a superpower in the world of work. I mean, it's not like laser eyes or invisibility, but it's a, you know, a relatively attainable superpower. It can help you articulate your ideas better, stand up for yourself and others, which, you know, sadly we do have to do in work sometimes. It helps you to handle conflict, show that you're confident, even if on the inside you're crumbling and you're just ah, not confident at all. It helps you have hard conversations. It helps you to listen to others because the essence of communication is to listen. And it gives you a whole series of skills that really will help you stand out for all the right reasons. Now, I do a popular talk, and there's going to be a podcast on this somewhere, called The 10 Behaviours of Effective Employees. And during the talk, in the questions, I always get asked this question. Out of the 10 behaviours, which one would I over-index on? And of course, it's communication. And that's the key aspect here. It's a series of behaviours. So we can learn how to become a better communicator. Now, of course, some people are just more naturally gifted at communication than others, but we can all learn how to become better. You know, when we see someone who's got presence, they command attention, they walk into a room and everyone just listens to them. Well, guess what? They've learned to be a good communicator. When we respect and admire somebody because they're a good listener and we feel valued after a conversation with them, well, guess what? They've learned to be a good communicator. When we watch an amazing presentation, well, yes, again, they've learned to be a better communicator. Now, there was some research done by an MBA website, and they actually looked at the kind of skills that employers are looking for in candidates. And they discovered that four out of the top five main skills were actually all communication related. They outweighed strategy, integrity, managing tasks. These are communication things that stood out as being far more important than anything else. And it's something that we've all known all along that being able to communicate effectively is actually quite a rare skill. In this podcast, I'm going to introduce some of the basics so that you can stand out for all the right reasons. You see, when we improve communication in the workplace or even at home, then we get a workplace that is full of respect. It's got cooperation, collaboration, coordination, alignment, and this trusting relationships. And I'll be honest, so few companies get this right. It's actually really rare to find a company that actually trains people on how to be an effective communicator. You've got all sorts of workplace training, but communication skills are somehow, they're not mandatory, they're not compulsory, even though I argue 99% of problems in business, they come from poor communication. So in today's podcast, 
I'm gonna jump into three really core aspects of communication, their purpose, their audience, and their context. So let's jump into purpose first. So all communication, it has a purpose. We're communicating for some reason. Now, when I talk about communication, it's not just the words that we use. It's also the body language that we have when we're communicating. It's the way that we say things. These are all parts of communication. It's not just the words. I mean, you've heard this. In fact, you've probably said this to your kids. It's not what you've said, it's how you've said it. What is a purpose? Well, the purpose of communication is surely whatever it is we're trying to communicate. It's the meaning. It's the message that we're trying to convey. Now, even the clothes that we wear, they send a communication. There's a purpose for it. Sometimes the cars that people buy, it's, it's about making a statement. It's a purpose. There's a purpose to the communication. Now, what I find is that most people when they're struggling with communication is they're not clear about what the purpose is. They're crafting an email. They're doing a talk. They're talking to somebody in an interpersonal. That's between two people. They're not entirely sure what that purpose is or they're trying to cram in so many different purposes that actually it becomes a really confusing mess of communication. The best way to get really good at communication is to really deeply, truly understand that purpose. What are you trying to achieve? What is your goal when you're communicating? And the more you can narrow that down to like one or two main purposes, the better chance you have of actually communicating effectively. So if you're trying to make people laugh, you're trying to educate, inform, persuade, sell, you're trying to do all of these different purposes, it's going to get really hard. You're going to have to be an extremely good communicator in order to pull all of that off. But if your purpose is to you know, get alignment around a new idea that you've got to work, then that's cool. Clarify that. Let's drill down into that and work out how you can get that purpose across more effectively. Now, the second aspect of communication is audience. Who are we trying to affect? And again, what I see here is people are trying to affect a huge plethora of audiences. So again, a little bit like purpose, let's narrow down the audience. And this is why communication is quite hard because what people try to do is they try to be efficient with communication rather than being effective. Now, so what they try to do is they, they create one email and they send it to a huge number of people. It gets through to a few of them because that's their key audience, but it misses the mark with the others. And sometimes what we have to do is we have to actually create multiple sources of communication for different audiences because they're going to expect that communication in a different way. And we'll cover that in future podcasts. Let's get clarity over the audience. Who are we trying to affect? And the more that we can narrow that down, the greater chance we have of creating a piece of communication, whether that's an email, a presentation, a conversation, where we're actually going to be effective. So don't try to put efficiency, don't try to reach all your audiences at once over being effective. Now the third aspect of this is context. So all communication happens in a context. Context can mean a number of different things. So let's say, for example, at work, it's a very difficult time. Maybe there's redundancies on the horizon. Maybe it's a really difficult moment for the business. That's a context and it should alter the way that you communicate. It should alter the purpose and the audience and the mediums and the way that you actually communicate. Let's say the business is in a huge growth period. Then again, that's going to change the way that we uh, communicate. But context can also matter when it comes to who we're talking to. So let's say we've got a room full of people from different genders, races, religions. Then again, we're going to have to be really careful with our communication and make sure we take some time to understand that context. There's also the sort of psychological context of how are you feeling? How are the other people feeling? I mean, you've probably had this where somebody's talking to you and you're really not in the headspace for this. You've got drama at home. You've got problems with, you know, kids homework or whatever it is that's going on in your life. And maybe that moment isn't a good time for that communication. 
So again, this is all part of the context. But really, that's the essence of communication. That's the science. All communication has a purpose. It has an audience and it has a context. That's a sort of basic primer on communication. It's got a purpose. So let's get clear on that. Let's narrow down as much as we can. It's got an audience, so let's focus. Who are we trying to affect? And then it's got a context that it's going to happen in. That's mediums, it's the, the culture of the organization, the moment, the psychology, all the kind of things that, that make communication actually insanely difficult to get right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Cultivated Retreat podcast season one. If you want to join the mailing list and get goodness to your inbox every Wednesday, then check out cultivatedmanagement.com. You'll find all sorts of other stuff on there, resources, books, articles, links to the YouTube channel, links to the Here's an Idea Worth Playing With audio series, and of course, the online communication superpower workshop. Until next time, bye-bye.